Hello guys, welcome back to the Always Asia podcast. This is episode nine. Nine? Oh. Hey, hey, hey. I hope everyone is doing well. Happy, happy Monday. I have been very productive and I been very, very, very proud of myself because I've been writing every little thing down, everything I have to do because the small things become big things and the big, big things become even bigger things. Then I end up with anxiety attack and having to um, separate myself from the entire world and, and depression and having a nervous breakdown and nobody wants that. Do we want that guys? No, we do not. So um, every little thing I need to do I write it down and I've been checking things off and guys, I've been doing a fantastic job and I'm very proud of myself. Uh, I took two weeks off of work so I'm able to, um, you know, just get more content out and just get back on track of things. I've still been eating terribly, but I'm going to get on that too eventually, but I've just been craving just terrible, terrible things. I don't know if it's my period that's coming or um, just the fact that I've just been so busy that I've that bad things have been very um just uh convenient and guys I'm making excuses I've just been lazy when it comes to cooking I really don't like cooking but um yeah moving on um today's tweet of the week is actually an audio so I'm going to insert it here and then we're going to get back to it and talk about it because this shit is a little triggering and I want to talk about it a little bit and then move on from there so here it is and I get that that's your mom and everything but like you go into the back right no absolutely not why what are you talking about I'm your wife are you serious right now okay, calm down. we gotta we gotta keep having these right, type of conversations down. every time every time I make up with your mother is always a problem oh I'm in his life now so why are you still here wow. I'm always gonna be okay here. but go to the back Grow up. Stop being a mama's boy. And just to critique the the young lady real fast, the daughter-in-law, the mother-in-law should have never had to sit in the back seat. You are bugging. A grown ass elderly lady sitting in the back seat. Are you crazy? No, 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 no. And then, because I heard two words that really stuck to my soul. And you know what those two words were? My car. So you're telling me we're having an argument over who's sitting where in my car? No, 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 no. I will sit wherever I want to sit. And then you guys are going to have to figure it out from there. What I think should have probably went down, if she really wanted to sit in the front so bad, she should have drove. The mother, which is an older lady, shouldn't be sitting in the back. So she should have been in the passenger seat and homeboy should have went in, in the back seat. And also, I'm just going to say this and I'm going to leave all of it here. Right. I'm just going to leave it alone. 
parents really like to punk their kids and think that they could punk whoever's attached to their child. And a lot of times it happens to be the wife or the husband or, you know, whatever's, you know, you know what I'm talking about. And the thing is that you ain't my mama, you ain't my dad. And I don't mind cussing you out. I'm not going to feel bad for cussing you out. And that's just that. That is just that on that. Because the thing is, is that why it was really triggering to me, because I've never dated someone that really had parents that just adored me. I don't really think I have a lot of that, um, that personality of, oh, my God, I just adore her. I just don't. And um, and I don't mind that because I think that a, I adore you personality. Um, a lot of people like to take advantage of those type of people. And I'm not really in the business of take, being taken advantage of. So I don't mind anybody adoring me. I want people to respect me. I like to be respected. And um, I just I just have never been a person that been well liked or well received by the parents and it could be me I am the common denominator it could definitely be me but who wants to take accountability today not me yeah not, not I but anyways we're gonna move on again and um introduce my guest Yes, we have a guest this week. Thank God, guys, because I was kind of scared because although I want to continue doing guests every week, I was getting scared that like I wasn't going to get people that were interested in being on and talking. But little do I know that people actually like to talk. I feel like there's a lack of people who listen. So people shy away from talking but i'm gonna listen so let's let's get some more people on you have something you want to talk about let's talk about it i am a person of so many questions especially when i don't know anything so um get on let's talk and um get get some good episodes in, get some good conversation in so um my today's guest is going to be Tequasia. so let's let's welcome Tequasia to the always asia podcast all right, guys. So we have Tequasia on today. Welcome to Qua- Welcome to Quasia to the Always Asia podcast. Wow. Hey, thanks for having me, Asia. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. Thank you for coming on. So, um, before this, um, before we started talking, I was actually talking about the um, the video. I don't know if you saw that video of the daughter-in-law and the uh, mom oh. arguing. And I was like, oh my gosh. And the thing is, is that I don't know how you thought about that, but I'm like, there's a deeper issue. This has nothing to do with who's in the front seat. Like I can tell that there is, I don't know if you agree, there is an authority. Like the the mother thinks she should be an authority so she can step all over the the mother-in-law's, I mean the daughter-in-law's toes. And that's, and she's been doing that. And then this was just the, this is just what did it. So, um, that leads me to your tweet that you, when did you tweet this? The 27th, I bookmarked it girl. Cause I was like, this is going to be some like good conversation. And, um, I intentionally did not read your comments cause I didn't even, even want, I had questions and I didn't even want to know what the answer was. I wanted it to be like this. So I'm going to yeah. read your tweet real fast and, um, then go from there. Um, you said confession. I hate 
the way that old parenting is projected onto kids nowadays because I have learned the long-term effects it has on people, but I'm too chicken to speak up about it to my family. I have three questions for you. Mm-hmm. What are you talking about specifically about old parenting? What are you? So it's so funny because I had tweeted that kind of like on purpose because I knew I had my mom on Twitter and that she would see it. <laughs> okay. And so she saw it and she like sent me a text and she was like, please tell me like whatever it is that you are thinking, please let me know. Yeah. And I told her, I said, it's not necessarily her that I was kind of like gearing it towards. It was more my grandma and her sisters and, um, you know, her siblings because they grew up in the South Mm -hmm. and in the old days when it was like really big on authority and then you're a kid, you don't have a say in anything. You know, if I tell you what to do, you do it. Don't ask questions. Don't complain. You know, things like that. And I, I understand that. I, I know that, yes, when you're a child, you do need to establish that you have authority over your child because obviously they aren't mentally developed enough to make decisions on their own. Correct. But the day that I had tweeted it my grandma was talking about my cousin, my little cousin and how mm-hmm. she always wants to stay at my grandma's house because she just loves being over there and my little siblings are over there and she likes to like help out with them and stuff like that but this one specific day her mom had come to pick her up and was like no you need to come home and my aunt was like questioning like why is she so upset I guess my cousin must have like started crying or whatever and my cousin she's 13 so she's pretty old mm-hmm and so my aunt was like, why is she crying? Like, there must be some other reason why she doesn't want to go home. And my grandma was just like, no, it's just because she bugs. And you know what I mean? Just like going off. And I was like, yeah. it just bothered me because I'm like, well, there has to be a reason why she's crying. And why don't, like, why is it such a thing to, like, dismiss kids' feelings instead of sitting them down and being like, hey, why is it that you don't want to go home? Or, like, can we talk about this? And, you know, let me explain to you why it is, like, your mother might want you at home. But instead, it's always, like, stop all that crying. And, you know, you don't need to be crying. Don't, don't like, um... Because I said complain, so. I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've noticed that, specifically, I'm wondering if that comes from, um, I don't know your family's like financial background I'm just speaking about like in general do you think that type of um behavior um when it comes to discipline do you think that comes from that has any link to poverty I do honestly because you know like I said my um grandma she grew up in the south and like we go back to her hometown a lot and the little house that they lived in she has 12 brothers and sisters And they lived in, like, a two-bedroom house, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And so they were, you know, sleeping in rooms together, like, all smushed and everything. And I met my great-grandma for, like, a little bit while she was a little bit older, but a lot of her parenting style has shifted over to my grandma, and I can see that. And my great-grandma was a lot like that, a lot like, you know, I have authority, do what I say, and I, I... 
do think it is from poverty and just trying to, you know, make she's it. always at work and trying to get money. I need you guys to do this for me so that we can survive, you know? Yes. And I explained that to my mom when she had texted me. I was like, I, I understand that that's something that you, my grandma just grew up with and that's how she knows how to parent and I understand that. Mm-hmm. The thing that I wanted to get to my mom though was that now we're the generation that has more access to education. Yes. We have more access to these, you know, Instagrams or whatever of people yeah. giving us information on yeah. the effects that this parenting has or yes. ways that you can change it. Mm-hmm. And so I just told my mom because she was asking like, what is it that you want to tell me or whatever? And I was just mm-hmm. telling her like, I want you to have a space outside of my grandma's house where they can come over to you and feel that they're being listened to because yeah. I don't want to change my grandma. I don't want to change her parenting styles because she's a little bit older and to me like I grew up as seeing her as authority and although I am an adult and you know I can obviously speak up about how I feel and I'm sure my grandma would listen to me it's hard to undo those learned patterns yes yeah no I I completely understand and it just keeps on um uh being passed down and passed down and passed down and somebody has to say this isn't right and I think it's like it's known to be white to not want to discipline your kids in that way. You know what I mean? You're like, we ain't white. My mom used to always say, but this ain't seventh heaven. She used to always say that. Do you remember seventh heaven? I don't know. <laughs> this ain't seventh heaven. And um, if you have the nerve to speak up for yourself and say that, hey, this isn't right, how you're talking to me, how, and still to this day, girl I cannot speak up for myself if I tell my mom hey that that was disrespectful it is on and popping and the thing is is that like that dismisses the feeling um your kids feelings and you growing up you start to dismiss your own feelings because that's what that's what you're that's what you came from you know oh my feelings do not matter my feelings don't, let me yep. just shut up. My feelings don't matter. And that, that's destructive. That's very destructive. And, um, yeah. I guess that goes into what, what did you think that would be the long term? What are the long-term effects of somebody growing up in an environment like we were just talking about? So I studied criminology and criminal justice okay. um, in college. And so a lot of the underlying issues of people who murder or people who abuse things like that people who rape was that they didn't have a support system they didn't have someone there saying hey i recognize that your behavior has changed a little bit why you know Mm -hmm. or if they were angry again those feelings were dismissed yeah you don't need to be angry and it was either taken out on them in in an abusive way and i'm not saying like whooping your kids like there's a difference yeah there's a difference yeah like you know severely abusing them or just neglecting them and I feel like emotionally neglecting can lead to that you know like dismissing your child's feelings that's emotional neglect because you're not taking the time to really sit there and listen to why your child is feeling that way Mm -hmm. or listen to what they're thinking so that you can either come up with the plan or get the help that they need you know yeah and so as they grow up, like you had said, they just learn to dismiss their feelings. My feelings don't matter. Or they learn to take it out in different ways. And uh, that's when you see the abuse coming out. That's when you see the 
whether it's women or just anger in general, you know, mm-hmm. they have no other way. They, they didn't learn, they didn't another, learn way another way to get that out, you know? Yeah. And I'm not excusing those behaviors at all. Absolutely. But um, that's, you know, that's that was one of the things that was really talked about a lot in a lot of the studies that I learned about different criminal behaviors was your childhood. And your childhood has so much to do with how you develop in your adult life. Wow, that makes me think a little differently about, I used to always say, by a certain age, you need to get out of that mindset where I was raised this way, I, I was raised that way, I was raised that way, that's why I'm doing A, B, and C. I, I've, before, you just said that, I, I used to think that way, like, you need to grow out of your, your habits, the habits that you were taught, but psychologically, there people are fucked up because of because of this wow so i totally understand oh sorry no 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 what were you saying go go i know how you feel because i thought the same way too i was like why are these people like that's not an excuse just get unlearn those you know but it wasn't until i you know started learning these things and i experienced myself like lack of communication skills and just learning about why it is people have lack of communication skills and i'm like oh shoot like yes. that's why you know and it's like I'm over here judging other people for not being able to get out of their childhood things but I'm sitting here not able to get out of them you know because I'm not going to therapy I'm not taking that time to like read yeah. about why I'm not doing this or why I'm doing this you know and so I think that was another big thing for me too is just like learning about how you might not even recognize like these people might not even recognize that mm-hmm. they're taking it out and that they shouldn't or that they're having issues with expressing their feelings until someone confronts them and says you need to learn how to do this you know what I mean and I learned that because I didn't even recognize that I had those feelings until someone said or I learned that you really need to sit down and you know work these things work these things out yeah and I was just thinking when you were saying that um my parents they used to fight so much girl and when I say fight it's not arguing the house is upside down like you know what I mean when it was finished and it it didn't matter what time it was it could have been four o'clock in the morning it could be in any time afternoon on a Sunday it doesn't matter and I always told myself I would never never be like that in any of my relationships I will never be a person that would or could explode that way so instead, I start, started to suppress my, my feelings. Every time I would feel some type of like unease in the relationship, I would suppress it, suppress it. And then when it was time, girl, I would house flipped upside down again. I didn't know how to communicate, just like you were saying. And because I, I never experienced like a healthy communication in a relationship before, you know, it would always be cussing motherfuckers out and girl, it would, it would, it would yeah. get you know, you know, (laughs) it would get crazy. So, um, my third question, what is it about, you said I'm too chicken to speak up about it to my family. Is it because you've, are you talking from experience? I'm not trying to get in your business, but are, are, yeah. 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 once spoke up about anything that I have, you know, issues with. And 
I started to recognize that because earlier on, um, like a few months ago, my aunt and my grandma, they were in the living room, like talking about, um, like Zaya Wade and how Gabrielle Union and Wayne Wade, like how could they ever support their child yeah. and all these crazy things. And it was like getting me so angry yeah. because I was like, first of all, why are you in someone else's business? And you don't even know them. Yeah. And like, you don't understand like what these people are going through. Yeah. You don't know anything. Like you're just going off judgment. And how could you sit there and say that? you are a Christian when you're judging them so hard, like, yeah. you know, and I, I was just so angry and I wanted yeah. so bad to just go in there and like tell them all of that, yeah. but I couldn't and I don't know why. And, you know, and I just started recognizing that I think it's because growing up, I don't know if this happened with you, but like in our household, mm-hmm. if the grown folks were talking, the, grown, the fo- grown folks were talking and you as a child don't get in grown folks business. Yeah. You know? Shut the fuck up. Yep. And, <laughs> yeah. So, like, even to this day, as an adult, if they're talking, I find myself trying to, like, look at my phone or, like, pretend I'm not listening until I actually give my input and then they take it. And I'm like, oh, shoot, like, I'm not going to get in trouble because I'm an adult. You're an adult now. And so, again, it's just those learned habits Mm -hmm. that you just have to practice and, like, unlearn. And so I think that's one of the things that I want to try to start doing. I'm really bad at confrontation. in general okay so yeah and I I I respect my grandma and I respect the way that you know she thinks and stuff like that but I know that there's things that she just simply doesn't know yeah and so I want to be that person to like call her out on it and educate her not necessarily like attack her for it but educate her and so that was one of the things that like that's why I had tweeted that is because it's not even from experience, but just a simple fact that I just, I never do it. You still stay in a kid's place, even though you're an adult, you know what I, yeah, yeah. And I can feel you a hundred percent on that. I actually know someone that, um, thinks her family's racist cause she's biracial and thinks her white side is racist. I mean, they do, they, they do everything like most racists do, but you know what I mean? Um, they love her at the same time. So she's really confused. And I keep telling her, you know, stand up, say something, say something, you know, have that conversation because we're always trying to be loud and have that conversation with everybody else. But when it comes to our family, we're so sensitive to them. And I'm like, this is the first people you need to make sure you're checking. You need to check your inside first. But instead we're going outside saying, Hey, everybody, make sure you're this way. You're not misogynistic. You're not homophobic. You know what I mean? And girl, I could completely get it. And she's so like hesitant to do that, but she's very outspoken and and outside, you know what I mean? To everybody else. So I completely, I completely understand. And I think it takes actually taking that first step and saying something, you know what I mean? Like, cause I've had to do that and I had anxiety about it. I said, bitch, am I going to be kicked out the family? Like what's going to go on? Like, are we going to get an argument? Cause I'm sure like, you don't, you, we don't want that, you know? And so I, I question, like, how did you overcome that anxiety? And how did you approach it, like, to your family? Were you just yeah. like, hey, you know what? Like, that wasn't cool. Or, like, how did you get around that? So um, I still have it. So I just, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I just started thinking that way. I'm like, listen, like, we all want to change the world, right? But we, want, we step over our family 
and, you know, and, and um, neglect them when trying to educate them. Cause I like to write these fucking think pieces and shit on Twitter and, you know, have these long Instagram stories about how you should think or how the best way to think, but then I'm not speaking to my family about it. And that's what like, I had to like, I'm like, damn, I don't want them to think that like, I don't love them. I don't want to have an argument with them. I'm more willing to have people who don't know me not like me than my family not like me. But at the same time, like I said, like I felt like I was a hypocrite when I kept telling other people how to live or the right way or, you know, and I wasn't doing that to my family. That's how I just felt. I don't know. But I still have the anxiety about it and I still get really scared. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think one day I am just going to, and I I appreciate my mom reaching out to me after she saw the tweet because it did help me a lot more and I was like able to open up to her and just let her know like, I've been feeling this way, you know, for a while, but I don't know how to say it, you know, and she, she told me, you know, that she had talked to my grandma as well and she's been trying to work on, you know, educating my grandma as well but it's hard because you know she grew up like that yeah she's her personality and I was like I definitely understand that and I thank you for you know taking that time to do that and yeah. also educating yourself so that you're not you know getting yeah. too far into it to where it's harder for you to change yeah and the world's becoming more accepting you do you get what I'm saying like everyone's still learning, you know? So it's going to be even harder for your grandmother because she's lived a lot longer. You know what I mean? Cause there's been things that I've said in the past that I'm like, ew, like I, I was, I used to be like a low key, like not knowing conservative. Like I didn't know I was, you know? And, um, yeah, there's things I'm just disgusted by how I used to think, but because we, like you said, we have a lot more access, a lot more information And um, maybe that's something that you can do, like send your grandmother articles or you know what I mean? Because I'm sure she doesn't see the same things we see on Twitter. You know what I mean? Like, you know, the beautiful trans woman or like why the scientific evidence that trans people like some people think that they're like fucking aliens. Like it's like, how did this happen? You know what I mean? But we have, you know we have a lot of representation, the movies we watch and stuff like that. So maybe, cause I used to be a hot ass mess too, girl, like a hot ass mess. Like, Oh my God. Oh my gosh. A hot was, ass mess. The other day I was like talking, we were talking as a family or whatever. And I was telling, you know, cause with the revolution and everything going yeah. on, it's like we as black people also have to unlearn the white supremacist, you know, ideals that we have learned yep. just, living in society you know yeah. and so I have spent like the last two years trying to do that because I realized like whoa I was really you know just not right you know and just I hated myself as a black person because I felt yeah. like you know we were just less than but anyways yeah so I my dad was like I remember when you guys were little me and my little sister and we would sit in the car and just like tell my mom and my dad like I would never date a black guy I would never date a black guy and my dad would, my mom would be like, why? Like, your dad is black and, you know, he's nice and stuff like that. And I would always be like, because they're ghetto or, you know, they're mean and, like, stuff like that. And just, like, the things that I was learning just literally by being in society and having friends who were majority white and just, like, hating my people so much. Yes. And so it's just, 
it's hard, but it's been so nice to like be able to learn from black people and unlearn those habits and those ways of thinking because it's like, of course I love, you know, I love my family. I love who I am. I love black people. And every time that I'm like around more and more black people, I just feel so welcome and so like homey. You know, and I'm like, why was I ever so afraid of this? Yes. And it was because you're just taught that through either it's society or subconsciously through like yep. learnings and stuff like that. So yeah, because it's thrown in our face time and time after again, like how worthless or how you know that we are. So I completely understand where you're you are coming from. I used to think that about my blackness because we went to the same elementary school even though you're younger than me we went to the same elementary school and same high school so I had very similar experiences I mean to you I'm sure as being a black girl in a majority white Latino um at schools so I completely understand and the fact that we have to unlearn those things like because I mean at the same time yeah, should white people stop being racist? Correct. But I want to start with my myself and my people first. You know what I mean? So I had to write this long-ass essay to all my cousins and my siblings about colorism. You know what I mean? Because, like, the thing is this, is that they didn't just wake up and want to be a colorist. They didn't just wait. You know what I mean? They were. That's what they were taught. So, like, that's – girl, I was shaking the entire time when I was writing that message. I'm like, oh, you guys have to be proud to be black. Do you not understand that everybody wants to be us? We And how are we hating ourselves when everybody copies up? Like, I was going in, but at the same time, like, we have to, like, we have to do that specifically to our families, specifically, you know, because I don't want another generation growing up hating themselves, whether it's their sexuality, their, um, their, uh, uh, the color of their skin, the texture of their hair, their weight. I don't, I don't, I, I want to dead that. And I know it's hard because your grandmother is older, but yeah. Cause girl, my grandma's a hot mess. You know, <laughs> she, she be telling she's told me a couple of times, you need a man just in case your tire goes out. You, you should get a boyfriend just, just in case I'm like, grandma, come on. No. Yeah. First of all, yeah, exactly. We're in 2020. Let's start with that. And let's start with the fact that, like, men don't know how to change tires no more. Like, they really don't. They don't. This is so not. I don't need a man. I need to learn myself. I know. Exactly. But she's like, she was taught for so long that you needed a uh, a man specifically to just live. Throughout. You know what I mean? That's kind of how I, um, that's what I wanted, want to also stop in my family, too, because, um, I grew up wanting and needing for love from like someone uh, romantically because that's when I thought I was going to be complete. And I know my mom deals with that. And I know a couple women in my family that do deal with that as well. And um, that's what I tried to like push into like the women's head in my family. Like you don't need anybody. You know what I mean? Like you don't need anybody to um, to be complete, to love yourself, to feel beautiful. Like, all you need is yourself. And there's a lot of things we need to unlearn. Oh, yeah. Shit. And I, I didn't want to, like, make that me trying to, like, tell someone how to parent. Because, obviously, I don't have children. So, I've never parented. Yeah. And I know that it's hard. Yeah. And parents different ways. Yeah. But I know there's universal things that can be 
limited to help, you know, yeah. stop those, you know, unwanted habits in yeah. the future suppressing your emotions not knowing how to communicate because in the end it just hurts everyone exactly (laughs) and I just think the goal should always be to better be better each generation you know what I mean like I'm trying to rid all the toxic shit that I have out out of me as much as possible so I won't pass it along you know what I mean and I hope my kids do the better than me and then so on and so forth you know what I mean? Yeah. And to do that, like, you have to kind of talk about those things, even if you're not um, a parent, because we still have been parented. You know what I right. mean? And I know for a fact, like, I was a good-ass kid, girl. I didn't need whoopings. No. I, I didn't need them. I'm like, you could have just said, like, you disappointed me and to do this, and I would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that was one of the, another big thing was that when you whoop a child without telling them or what it is that you want them to do, they never learn. So yes. they're going to keep doing it because, yeah, that hurts and they don't want to get whipped again, but they don't know what else to do. Exactly. So you need to tell them, I'm whipping you because you did this and I wanted you to do this or you need to do this next time. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, I yes. am not against the whoopin, whoopins because some people, sometimes you need it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you need to explain to them why it is that you're punishing them and what they did wrong and what you would want out of them. Exactly. What you just don't know. Exactly. I'm just like, okay, I guess I shouldn't do this. So then let me move on to this. And it could still be shit. You know what I mean? Let me know. Communicate with me. And that's what I think is honestly terrible because literally I'm the biggest crybaby you will ever meet in your life. And if my mom would have just said, Asia, I didn't like that you did this. You really disappointed me. And this is what's going to happen. You give me your phone. Get I'm crying for, yep. for, for fucking hours yep. just because I hurt my mom's feelings. <laughs> but instead, you went inside my head and like, <laughs> like, you know, and I just want parents to know also that like it, the excessive whippings. Uh, not, about it. not about it at all. Not about it at all. And um, I think it comes from like frustration from being um, poor. A lot of times it does come from that because I remember times that my mom or my dad would be angry about, you know, not being able to make the bills or something like that. And then, of course, we're kids, so we're being brats like kids are. And it turns out to a a heel beside our heads or like like just some crazy, crazy shit. And um, I don't know, like I like you said, like, I'm not here to parent anybody, but this ain't the way. This is not the way at all. And like, it's funny because, oh, do we have no time? Yeah, you're good. You're good. Go. (laughs) No, you're good. Good. (laughs) But it's funny because nowadays, I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's because, you know, technology and these Mm -hmm. kids are on it so early or what it is, but the whoopings don't work. And it probably didn't work in the past either, but (laughs) I see it more. And I'm like, this child has been whooped, you know, X amount of times and they still do the same thing yeah. because they don't know better. Yeah. They're a child, you know. We as adults, of course, we know not to do that, yeah. but them as children don't know. Yeah. So you need to tell them, stop doing that. Don't do that. You need to do this instead, or this is why you don't do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's just then that's a, that's one of the biggest things too, is yeah. just like getting the older generation to understand that. 
Like, yeah. In the moment, maybe it does stop them, but it's not going to stop it's, them. Yeah, forever. It's yeah, it's going to happen again. And it, and it also scares me because I think kids start to think that when I'm angry or when someone's doing something that, oh, dang. And um, the video went out. Sorry, guys. But um, what scares me is the fact that, like, kids think that when someone does something that I don't like, then that's how I should react. And then that goes on to um, adulthood. And they start putting their hands on people, and then you end up in trouble. You know what I mean? So that's what because like like you said before like a lot of these like uh, um uh you know what did you say rapists and murders and stuff like that come from home homes of with that were uh sorry abuse was going on right you yeah, know so, so you learn what you see you know exactly and it's like again not everyone obviously who was abused or who was raped yeah. is going to grow up to be abusers or rapists mm-hmm. but it comes from you, somewhere you know Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're gonna do. You that's know? exactly what you're going to do. And we just I'm but I see this generation changing everything. You know what I mean? Things a lot of things are turning around. And the older generation, they're gonna keep fighting it. If they don't get with it, then they, they have to be left in the dust, but it's gonna happen. You know what I mean? I don't know if you saw that one tweet. Um, I guess the kid was acting up and um, the mom sets up a corner in the house for like quiet time. Where I was just like, see, this is great. And that's the white people shit that a lot of, you know, black people like. No, but that's true. Like when you're upset as an adult, what do you do? You you're supposed to take yourself out of the situation and calm down. And if you learn that as a as a child, then you'll be a lot better off. Exactly. Yeah, I've seen a lot of videos like that where people are setting up, like, calm corners, you know, mm-hmm. and they're going over there and they're allowing their child to, like, express themselves. Why yeah. are you feeling angry? What frustrated you? Or mm-hmm. just sit there and, like, you know, take their mind off of it by doing other things. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's like, if only that was, you know. But, I mean, again, it's, it's a learning process. We're all yeah. still learning. And so, yeah, of course – a human thing. yeah like, yeah <laughs> this doesn't this doesn't doesn't just work for white people it works for no. humans like if i when i see grown people throw temper tantrums i'm like damn if he just had that that parent that was you know what i mean like he would have been yeah. a lot better off a lot fucking better off but um I think we're going to wrap this episode up. Thank you so much, Dequasia. I appreciate you so much. This was such a good conversation. So, so productive. So, so smart. You know, you're just. I love this conversation. <laughs> yes, this is great. I feel every time I listen to your podcast, I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> good, good. I appreciate you. Um, you guys, I hope you all have a great day. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And um, bye-bye. Say bye, Dequasia. Bye, guys. Ha, 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 ha.